0: Hello and welcome to episode three of High Character. My name is Cameron and I'm here with my good friend, Evan. Evan, how you doing? Feeling good. I kinda, I kinda like
1: how the episode numbers are steadily climbing up as, over the course of us doing this. It's giving me a little bit more confidence
0: every time we get these. Same, same here for sure. So uh, uh, yeah, so our first two episodes were game reviews. Uh, last one being the game at UMass Lowell at Songha Center. And today we're coming at you with a little bit different kind of episode. We're doing an arena review. Uh, as you guys know, if you listened to the last episode, Evan and I were at the game in Lowell, and uh, we just want to talk about, talk about the arena. We're going to be doing this for every new arena that we go to, Hockey East or outside of the conference. And uh, we have some categories that we're going to base it off of, give a little info about the place, and just kind of kind of run through all of our thoughts on it. Maybe, uh, maybe once we have all of Hockey East's, on the pod, we'll we'll throw up a, a final rankings of what we think the uh the best tourist arenas are in the league, that kind of thing. But uh should be pretty fun. Yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to getting all these
1: arenas um done in this sort of format. I think there's a lot of nice arenas, a lot of arenas that I think we might have a couple of hot takes on that the fans might be pretty interested in. Um but yeah obviously we'll we'll cross those bridges when we get there. But I guess we're gonna focus on songs right now.
0: Yeah so uh... We're gonna say Songus. It's spelt very weirdly. Uh, if if you just look in the in the title of this episode. I've been told the T is silent if I'm pronouncing it wrong. I apologize, but that's how I'm gonna say it for the rest of the episode. So uh bear with me. Um so yeah, I guess I'll just run through a couple of facts on the on the Wikipedia before we jump into our our ratings. So uh Songus Center, it's in Lowell, Massachusetts. It was built in 1998. And the name Songus is after uh, a prominent Lowell native and US Senator Paul Songus. I guess he uh, was kind of helping out with the, the funding and getting this, this arena built. Um, and it cost about $24 million. Uh, it was home to UMass Lowell hockey, as well as uh, an AHL team up until 2010. And it holds about 6,000 fans, which I think is the sweet spot for, for college hockey. I think more than 6,000, it can kind of be cavernous and empty at times unless you definitely don't want less. But uh, I think 6,000 is kind of the sweet spot there. Uh, little fun fact, in 2009, the movie The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg, Christian Bale, and Amy Adams was filmed. Part, uh, certain scenes were filmed inside. Sangha Center, which I thought was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think it's kind of interesting that you just mentioned the whole Song's political guy, like just completely using political power to just get your get your name associated with the building. I always think that's a little bit of a funny, funny fact.
0: Yeah, that is pretty good. So yeah, I guess that's uh some of the some of the surface facts about Sangha Center. I guess we can jump right into our ratings. So our first category that we have is fans slash atmosphere. So uh, obviously what the vibes are in the stadium, how knowledgeable the fans are, how how they show up, like what the student section's like, that kind of thing. And I think this was my uh, – I think where Songa Center is the strongest. I think fans really show up all the time to these games. They have a pretty, pretty good fan base up there. Student section's always loud, always really into it, I've noticed. It just seems to be uh, – just that that really upper end of hockey east in terms of engagement, uh, noise, that kind of thing. They really they really understand the game and know when to be loud. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Um, their student
1: section, granted, I mean, if we're basing this off of the game that we went to over the weekend, it was still a little bit small, but I mean you can easily blame that on the snowstorm. But we've been there a couple other times since then, or I guess before that game, and the place was rocking. It's I mean, it's always great, at least in terms with, you know, Lowell versus, you know, UMass. Like, it's just big rivalry game. It's always a loud building. Kind of tough for UMass to play there. I mean, if we consider the the previous results there, like, clearly the atmosphere plays a part because it's, again, kind of like you said, you know, 6,000 people, that really kind of is a sweet spot where you can fill the place up really nicely but still have enough people in there to really make it loud. So yeah, no, it's definitely great in that, in that regard.
0: Yeah, I definitely, definitely agree with you there. All right. I guess we can give it our ratings then. I, uh, this one's going to be out of 10 and uh, I said 8.5 out of 10. I, I think it's maybe, maybe the best in hockey East in terms of fans and atmosphere. Yeah, I gave it an eight. I mean, I think there still could be a small room for improvement. Like,
1: I mean, in all the games that I've been there, I don't think it was a sellout. Like it was never, you know, anything like 10 out of 10 worthy, but it's definitely respectable. There's no way you can give it less
0: than an eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, like Evan was saying about Sunday not being as full because of the snowstorm, um, we're going to do these reviews right after we visit an arena, but uh, that's not going to, we're not taking our past experiences at that arena out. So we've been to three games there together before then and uh all of them were a a lot more full a lot louder than the uh than the most recent one but we're kind of taking all those into account um so yeah I gave it 8.5 Evan gives it an eight I think that's just very good performance in terms of fans and atmosphere so the second category we have is neighborhood slash access so basically uh what's offered outside the arena uh, restaurants bars that kind of thing how, how safe you may feel walking around the neighborhood and then access, like how easy is it to get to the arena? What's the parking situation? That kind of thing. Uh, for songus I gave it a seven out of 10. I think uh, Lowell is close enough to Boston to definitely be accessible for the, the core of Hockey East fans. Um, I know there's a train station and a bus station nearby, uh, which definitely helps. It's a pretty quick drive from the city and uh, parking uh, it was ten dollars if I remember correctly uh in the garage there's some street parking which is free if you uh are willing to walk a little bit and then it seemed like there were some pretty nice restaurants uh and bars around the area we didn't We didn't really get a chance to check that out too much but uh um other than that i mean pretty pretty good in that in that category. I think wool kind of gets a bad reputation, which probably isn't as deserved as it is now, so Um, overall pretty good. I don't really have too many complaints about neighborhood or access.
1: Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna touch upon that that point too, Cam. When you when you kind of mentioned just kind of the reputation of the city, like granted we went there, it was a it was a 1 p.m. game, you know, like still bright and sunny out, perfectly nice out, but it didn't really seem like this crazy rough and tumble city that everybody tries to give it credit for, or I guess infamy for. It seemed like there was a really nice city center you know, everything was relatively clean. There was a lot of restaurants, like, and a lot of of good looking ones too, honestly. Like, it wasn't even like the sheer quantity, but it was also the quality. Like, I was checking out Google reviews in the area. A lot of good places around there. So, I thought that was really cool. And yeah, I mean, looking at it from an accessibility standpoint, like, if you have a car, you're getting there fairly easily on the highway, like 495 or Route 3. You basically take your pick, depending on where you're coming from. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely pretty easy to get to. There's a decent amount of parking. I mean, the only thing I guess we can kind of make a little bit of a demerit for was leaving. Like when we were in the parking garage, like we were stuck there for maybe a good 15, 20 minutes in a complete gridlock waiting for people to clear out on the floor below us. I think we were stuck on the third level. But I mean, that could just also just be what parking garages do. Like, I don't know how many points we can really knock it for that. But yeah, no, I think overall it was pretty solid. Um, I gave it a 7.5 with my rating i think it's decent
0: yeah i was uh glad you said that i was just about to say if uh just a little advice if if i were you there's going into that parking garage there's one entrance and it's a little roundabout um which definitely gets backed up like evan said we were waiting for about 20 minutes just to just to move in the parking garage so uh if you're visiting this place for the first time definitely look to park on the street i mean pay attention to the street signs and things like that. Make sure you're able to park there. But uh, I would definitely advise that over the parking garage.
1: Yeah, I guess as a last point, just re- regarding the whole parking garage gridlock thing, I personally didn't have any complaints about it because we just came off of a massive win. We, we, we were jamming to our victory playlist in the car. Life was amazing at that point. So, I mean, granted, if, if <laughs> we end up losing that game in overtime or something like that, it would be a far different atmosphere in that car and in that parking garage. So, you know, obviously just something to kind of take into account. I mean, we were perfectly happy. We were loving life at that point, but I, I did see a couple of Lowell fans. There was one that was like directly in front of us when we were sitting there in the parking garage waiting for the the gridlock to pass. And this, this guy was – in the worst of moods like you could tell he was fully decked out in Lowell stuff he was not having a good time so it definitely depends on how the game goes on how you feel about the parking garage
0: absolutely the vibes were immaculate for us but who knows a different game that that might not be the the vibe all right so our, our third topic that we want to talk about is food slash team store which is also out of 10 um so, for me, I basically kind of rate this like 80% food and 20% team store because obviously I'm not buying UMass Lolt gear. But so the food seemed pretty good. It's pretty standard for uh, arena food from what I saw. There was a nice, nice restaurant along the concourse of a local pizza place, which seemed pretty cool. Um, prices were about average for concessions. I did notice that a large soda was $9, if I'm not mistaking which a little bit a little bit absurd but uh other than that the prices seem pretty normal and there's also some really cool looking uh bar and social gathering places in one of the corners near the entrances uh I'm not sure what they're called they look like kind of clubs there's a um a host standing there which I think you might need a special ticket to get in or something like that but that might be a um cool place to check out uh to hang out with people and stand and watch the game and then uh, for me, for the team store aspect, uh, it gets full marks. They have uh, whatever color you uh, you want, uh, replica, UMass Lowell jerseys, which uh, if you're not familiar, if you're on UMass Twitter, you're definitely familiar with the struggles of fans wanting jerseys. UMass Lowell <sighs> definitely has that. A lot of their fans wear them, so I'm – very jealous in that aspect but their their team store gets full marks for me
1: yeah definitely I I guess I'll yeah I'll touch upon the team store first just because it's fresh in our minds
0: team store is really nice like
1: you could kind of notice in the student section like everybody in there basically had a jersey that was fully customized with whatever number and player name they wanted which I thought was really cool I'm again definitely jealous I think is the proper word here um really am looking forward to something like that out of, out of umass but that'll be i guess another topic for another time we could dedicate a whole pod to that sort of frustration so
0: we, no i'm we, sure we, I'm sure we will
1: yeah. <laughs> but um yeah concessions wise um i i actually so before we even came up with the idea of the podcast i started doing these independently basically like just in my phone i had a little notes section and the note that i have next to lowell is it is identical to, to umass like the mullen center like exact same supply so for full disclosure what i usually did was i would just get like whatever the normal like combo meal would be and the chicken tenders were identical to the ones at umass like the same one same fries same drink size and it was both of them were 12 bucks like i don't know if this is like a umass like kind of as a whole like kind of like the whole system kind of just standardizes these concessions with the like same suppliers or whatever but I noticed that they were absolutely identical, which was a little odd to me. Um, That being said, it's not terrible. You get, you know, the thing that I rated on was tender's fries and a drink for 12 bucks. It'll fill you, you know, it didn't come extremely hot. You could tell that they prepared it 15 minutes, you know, before the intermission even started. But at this point, that's kind of the standard fare for a hockey game at this point, you know, um, yeah it's it's okay you know I really can't give it anything better than it's decent it wasn't rolling my
0: socks off I wasn't extremely disappointed right and I think uh we should definitely also touch upon the uh the alcohol choices at song gifts seem really good to me um a lot of different uh beers IPAs uh wines that kind of thing so if that's that's your vibe at a college hockey game I think it's upper end in terms of the offerings there yeah the selections were definitely good but i do remember off
1: the top of my head when i'd at the prices and i mean granted i usually don't look at beer prices when i go to these things i think we i think i start i know i'll start to do so for you know for the sake of the podcast but it seemed pretty expensive i think i saw yeah. it was like a b hoppy ipa i think they sell those at mullins it's like 14 bucks i'm like you know if that's your vibe go for it man but me personally i'm not dropping 14 bucks on a can of beer like that that's just me like <laughs> just graduated but still kind of rocking the broke college student vibe a little bit
0: like so yeah. right yeah so uh in terms of our our final scores i gave the food team store an 8 out of 10 like i said uh 20% of that is probably the team store which gets full marks from me uh which leaves probably 6 out of 8 for for food, which I think is, is pretty good um, for the standard that we've kind of seen throughout college hockey.
1: Yeah. I, I ended up giving it a six and a half out of 10, 6.5. It's, it's all right. You know, definitely the team store is kind of hard carrying the score a little bit because the concessions for me weren't all that impressive, but this is coming from the, the, the resident fat guy of the podcast. So I think I can be <laughs> a little bit more harsh.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, so our Our fourth topic that we're going to talk about, we have bang for your buck, which is out of five points, which is basically, is all the money that you're spending at the arena worth it necessarily? So, Songa Center offers two different ticket prices, $18 for seats down by the goals, and then $25 for seats in the middle, which pretty standard, honestly, from what I've seen in college hockey. Mm -hmm. I like that they do offer a bit of a cheaper option. I think that's Pretty nice. And like everything we've talked about before with the um, the atmosphere, um, the access, that kind of thing. I think I think 18 or twenty five dollars is a good deal for for the day that you get watching a UMass low game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's a it's a pretty solid price, you know, in comparison to most of the other arenas that we've been to. But I think the thing that really kind of knocks that out of the park, you know, if we think about it on, you know, bang for your buck you're getting a big bang. Like, these games are always really tight. You know, I think the last couple games we've played against the Metsongas have usually been decided by one goal. Like, I want to say – I know off the top of my head it's at least two because I'm pretty sure the last game was – that was the 4-3. And then the other game went to OT, which I think was 4-4, and that was decided in a shootout, sadly for Lowell. But, yeah, like, these games, extremely tightly contested. There's a lot of third-period action that really keeps you on the edge of your seat. So – you know, if you want to think about it, you know, paying for your buck wise, it's not a bad 30 bucks to spend, you know, 25, 30 bucks, however much you spend. And, you know, with the fees and everything that are associated with
0: arenas or whatever, it's definitely worth it, in my opinion, because the games are just super great. Absolutely. And if you could avoid paying that $10 for parking on top of that, if you get a street spot, like I think it's a really good deal. The, the final score that I gave it was four out of five. Um, I guess a little cheaper. It could have been a five, but very good, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm along the same lines.
1: I gave it a 4.5. I mean, if it was 5, 10 bucks cheaper, it would be a perfect five out of five. There's no way getting around that because just the, the quality of games that you see in that place are just so
0: good. Uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And then our uh, our last topic that we want to talk about is extras. Um, and I, specifically for Songus, was really excited to talk about this. So Songus has, along the concourse, a lot of a lot of cool different things to look at, a lot of historic program type thing so they have their their jersey history for the hockey team and the basketball team they have a list of every athlete that's ever played for hockey and basketball really cool all-time photos that kind of thing I thought that was really really cool to walk around the concourse um, and see all that and I really wish UMass had something like that I mean the the concourse at Mullins is pretty bare compared to what I saw at Songus. so that was a big extra for me
1: yeah, I mean, I guess just to briefly touch upon your point, um, we UMass could easily benefit from having something like that at Mullins. Like we have such a rich basketball history that could easily be showcased there. Mm-hmm. We're starting to get a pretty nice looking, you know, like hockey program. You know, just if you look at the past five years, the the amount of the the metamorphosis, if you will, that has come from UMass hockey is just unmatched. Literally going worst to first in a span of a couple of years is unbelievable. You could make you don't even have to make just a wall for it. You could make it wrap around the entire arena. You know what I mean? Like there's so many stories that are a part of UMass athletics that could be showcased and to see Lowell do. It is, I mean, kind of feels like a slap to the face a little bit. You're thinking like, you know, they're the little brother, but it's like, they're kind of outclassing us in that respect, but I don't want to make it too much about Mullins. Um, I guess the, the thing that I, that I would want to talk about for the extras here is just, I, I really enjoy how modern the place is. Um, this might be something that the fans will probably start to realize the more we do these. I'm a big fan of like you know modernity when it comes to the stadiums. Like there there are a lot of old rinks in in Hockey East right now. I'm not going to name names because we can't we can't spoil anything, but
0: there are some older historical rinks, if you will, <laughs> that. It- if you guys are hoping for a good review from uh, from Matthews from Evan, you should maybe look somewhere else. I, I, I didn't <laughs> want to say, say that. I, I didn't. I didn't want to
1: be the guy to say it. But Kim, you, you couldn't have said it better.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Like Songus, you said it was built in 198. Yeah, it was renovated in uh, 2010, also. Which you you can
1: you can definitely tell that the renovations yeah. were done right. The place is really clean. You know, it's just you know the the seats, the seats that we were sitting in, nice and padded. You know tons of leg room i was loving it i i was super comfortable at the place so um i mean i didn't want to give it anything crazy i didn't want to give it you know like five out of five marks because you know it wasn't completely flooring me but it got it got a respectable three out of five for me because the place was nice and clean nice and modern really comfortable experience i had no complaints
0: right yeah i'm i'm kind of all on the same lines as you uh I think I get a little bit nitpicky. There's a couple things. The uh, the graphics on the scoreboard definitely could use some some updating. I think you said when we were at the arena that it looked like a '80s bowling alley, um, and then <laughs> yeah, the animations were a little
1: suspect. I will admit.
0: Yeah, I try, Which you don't think would add or take away from the experience, but I think it could definitely benefit from some more modernized kind of graphics. And then for some for some reason, this half the seats in that arena are green. Which, when the arena's full, doesn't matter at all. Like, you can't see it, but it just – I don't know. I guess I'm a little weird like that when it comes to those things. I gave it a 3.5 out of 5 still. I think uh, just the, the, the walls and the concourse alone uh, were able to get it there for me. Yeah. I ended up with a total of 31 out of 40, and Evan ended up with a 29.5 out of 40, which I think you guys are going to see is – Going to be a very good score as we as we progress with this series.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, obviously, if you add your, if you average it out and kind of make it look like a test score, it looks like a seventy five percent. That's like a C. I don't I don't think that's that really. You know, it's probably not really doing it justice. Um, I think we are a little little. I don't know. I don't want to say the the term is harsh, but I think we're definitely leaving room for if if an arena is completely just hammering something out of the park in a certain category you're, you're going to hear about it if we give it a 10, you know, like we're, we're definitely leaving a little bit of room for interpretation and we can really let the the really good arena shine and the really bad ones, you know, hear it. So this is definitely
0: a very respectable score. Absolutely. So yeah, for something like the fans in the atmosphere, I don't know if I could name a hockey school that does better. I still gave them an 8.5, but uh, yeah, kind of, it kind of shows we, me- it'll be very hard to get a full score in a category for us that so much to the point that I don't necessarily want to give it a, a letter grade, but uh, maybe when we have a bunch of these stadiums under our belt, we can put a rankings together and you can, you can see from that. I, I have a feeling that Songhe Center is going to be really high up. Definitely.
1: Like, I mean, if you're looking at a, at a, you know, an atmosphere or fans type thing, like we haven't been to Michigan, that place is revered when it comes to their fans and atmosphere. So if we ever do have the privilege of going there at some point, we, we unfortunately couldn't make it last month for seeing the results might have been for the better, you know, but we, we didn't, we didn't end up going there. Um, we just had stuff going on, but yeah, like there's going to be cases where arenas are definitely known for sp- very specific categories and you guys are going to, you know, you, you'll be the first ones to know, like we will definitely rate it appropriately. So that's why we don't want to go too off the rails early on. We want to leave some room to
0: where you know, we can let the good one shine. Uh, absolutely uh any final thoughts i think i think we kind of touched on everything we wanted to talk about yeah i mean
1: just in general i think it was a really pleasant experience you know like rivalry aside if i wasn't a umass fan i'd have no issue going up to songas every now and then just just to see a neutral game it's it's a it's a decent enough arena to do so it will never you know dissuade you from wanting to go to
0: a game thinking "Oh, that place is a dump i'm never going there Right. Yeah, I would I would definitely check this place out if I were you. Um, Definitely worth the drive pretty quick, pretty quick to get there. And just the atmosphere is top tier in Hockey East. So, uh, yeah, to sum it up, I I gave it a 31 out of 40. Evan gave it a 29.5 out of 40. Um, Our next arena that we will review should be UConn. I think we're going to be heading down to Hartford for that game. So look forward to that in a couple weeks. But uh, yeah, for now we're going to have game recaps, some interviews. So be on the lookout for those. Appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, Again, love all the, all the support we've been getting from you guys. It really means a lot and it just makes us want to work even harder on these. So thank you.
1: Yeah. Again, thank you so much for the support. Um, We just made an official Twitter for, for the podcast. We also made an official Instagram account for the podcast. Um, Links to those will probably end up being in the link tree that we post anytime we put one of these out. So be sure to follow those. Um, we're obviously not going to plug those every single time because you know we're not those type of people saying like and subscribe. But you know, obviously, we want to make sure that you know this content gets out to everybody that will enjoy it, and we think a lot of people will enjoy it. So thanks again for all the yeah. support.
0: Yeah. So the uh, the handles for Instagram and Twitter are both high character underscore. Um, we'd love if you guys could hit those up. I mean uh if anything just if we have bigger numbers on those might be might be easier for us to reach out to a really big name down the, somewhere down the line to interview so uh some support on those would definitely be very very appreciated but uh yeah that was our arena review thanks thanks guys for listening and go umass go UMass, take care everyone